Hey everyone, welcome to the Internet Capitalist Podcast with Luke Kish, where we talk about mindsets, experiences, and frameworks that will help you have fun, get rich, build cool shit, and positively impact the world. I am your host, Luke Kish, and welcome to episode number 17 of the podcast, all about how to build a bigger audience who buys from you. This one's a little more technical, which I'm kind of excited about. I haven't talked about any stuff like this yet on the podcast, but there will be much more to come. So if you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe. That helps me out a lot. Uh, I'm not going to run any ads or anything on here. I'm just doing this for you guys. Um, And uh, yeah, so enjoy and let's get into it. How to build a bigger audience who buys from you. So groundwork for this concept is understanding that at any time in any market, there is a very small percentage of the total market who is actually in a ready to buy frame, right? So there's a very small amount of people in the bike riding market who are actually right now buying a bike, Right? There's tons of people with bikes, maybe who will need bikes in a year, but there's maybe there's some people shopping. I'm going to break down the different levels of this, but there's always a very small section of the market who's actually buying right now. And that goes for everything, right? Like coffee, right? Coffee drinkers. There's a lot of coffee drinkers and there's a very small amount of people who are actually shopping for a new kind of coffee right now, right? There's a lot of people who want to get healthy and fit, but there's a very small amount of people inside that large amount of people who want to get healthy and fit who are actually shopping for a new program, a new gym membership today, right now. And in having more people that are going to buy from you, you need to broaden out that uh, broaden out that market. So I'm going to talk to you about how to do that right now. So first, let's go through the different layers. 3% of any market is buying right now. 17% is solution aware, meaning they know that there's different solutions for whatever they're uh, thinking about buying, but they're not yet really buying, right? So say like in the bike market, 17% of the people know that these two or three different bikes that they're narrowing it down to are the ones they want to buy, but they're not yet shopping. But they understand it's going to be one or two or three of these solutions, right? You can say helmets, whatever it may be. There's a race helmet. There's a mountain biking helmet. There's a sport helmet. So they're solution aware. They're aware of solutions to the thing that they want to buy. Um, that's 17%. So it's a little bit bigger part of the market. Um, but it's still only, you know, encompassing 17 that are solution where 3% that are actually buying. Then 30% of the market is problem aware, meaning they, uh, know that they need a helmet, but they don't know yet what kind of helmet that they want and what kind they want. And for any reason, they just know they need a bike or they need a helmet, um, or like, dang, like I feel pretty overweight. I feel out of shape, but I'm not yet even thinking about a gym membership or like a coach or a nutritionist or a trainer. I just know, dang, I'm, I'm feeling pretty over, out of shape. Right. So that's 30% of the market. So once again, 3% shopping now, 17% solution aware and 30% problem aware. 
and the other 50% not even yet aware of the problem, right? So maybe this person is, you know, a snowboarder who is kind of interested in bikes, but isn't yet like actually interested in bikes, right? It's just like on the edge of his brain might come into the brain at some point or somebody who um, is, um, you know, right now maybe 25 years old and not really eating right or exercising, but they're not yet in a situation where, you know, it's compounded enough where they're like, dang, I got to get fit, right? So um, it's out on the edge of their brain, but maybe they're like, you know, um, confident-minded, progress-oriented type of person. They want to do better, be better. Um, and uh, being fit will likely end up being something that accompanies that. It's just not at the forefront of their mind yet. So they're not even problem-aware. They're definitely not solution-aware, and they're definitely not shopping, but they're still inside of the market who someone uh, who is someone who might buy something that's fitness-related or bike-related you fill in the example at some point in time. So now how do you build a bigger audience who buys from you? So most people, they're fighting over the 3%, right? There's blood in the water. All of the content, all of the creative, all of the strategy is around like, let me sell you something right now, right? Buy my stuff, right? That's, you know, right now it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So like that shit works right now. Um, especially if people already know who you are. But overall, generally speaking, this is the least effective way to make money because you're just going over and you're fighting for such a small portion of the market. Even if you get all of it, it's still not that much. Nobody ever gets all of it. So you need to broaden out, right? And you need to have content for people that are at every single stage, because people move through time, they move through stages. They move through stages, whoever they're thinking about that's top of mind at the point of moving from you know not aware to problem aware to solution aware to buying to shopping, um, whoever's at the top of their mind ends up winning the business, right? So let's go for example, right? Um, say you know, I am wanting to become a better salesperson, right? Um, or, or I'll just I'll just go from point zero. I just graduated college. I have no idea what the fuck I want to do. But one day I come across some video of some guy that is teaching people about figuring out what they want to do with their lives. And he's a salesperson. Noted. I got on his email list, didn't think much about it. Cool, cool, great, great. Six months go by. I'm thinking about getting into sales. I'm still on this email list. There's some sales-related content. I'm like, dang, this is cool. I begin to learn about sales. I begin to learn that this is what I kind of want to do. Three months after that, I'm starting to get a little more into it. I'm like, okay, I want to figure out what I want to sell and who I want to learn how to sell from. And who am I going to think about when I'm ready to learn how to sell? The person who took me from the edge of my brain to the point of being ready to make a decision and was there the whole time, right? I'm most familiar with that person. 
right? Let's do another example. You know, I'm somebody who loves hiking, right? So I'm reading through this blog about, you know, great places to go on hikes. And, you know, as I'm hiking one summer, I decide, you know, because I run into a friend who loves biking that I want to do more with bikes. And the same blog that I entered that talked about hiking and just being like fit and active outdoors sends an email about, you know, the best 20 trails to go mountain biking. And then I get, you know, a bunch of cool ideas of the best 20 trails to go mountain biking. And then, you know, that same company releases some content that's about how to pick the right bike for you. And then I watch, you know, these videos on how to pick the right bike. And now I'm like, dang, you know, okay, I want a mountain bike. Who am I going to think about when I'm ready to go buy a mountain bike? Some random fucking person? No, I'm going to think about this company that gave me advice and brought me up to the point of making a decision. Really didn't even bring me up to the point of making a decision. More so just facilitated the different stages of awareness that I was at until I got to the point of making a decision. And when I made the decision, I thought of them first because they were there the whole time. That is how to build a bigger audience who buys from you. You need to extend your marketing strategies and your content out away from, hey, you know, my program's here today, or hey, you know, buy my bike, or hey, you know, buy my coffee right now because you're fighting over the 3% that are actually um, sh- uh, shopping and you need to broaden it out, right? You know, um, best drinks, you know, best morning routines. That could be the the start of coffee content, right? Best morning routines. That's such a broad group of people that are thinking about the best morning routines. Then you could talk about, you know, um, why coffee is the, you know, uh, the, you know, uh, the energy drug with the least amount of side effects, right? Like, I don't fucking know what it is. I don't, I, I'm making this up off the top of my head. Um, and then you read, you know, oh, like that. And then, and then it's like, oh, the, the, the different kinds of coffees you got nitro cold brew coffee, right? It's more like, do you like more caffeine? There's dark coffee that has less caffeine, right? There's this, there's that, the other, Um, And then when I'm like, dang, you know, I think it's, you know, I want to switch my coffee brand. Who are you likely going to be thinking about? Right. And then if, if that same company that gave you just these enjoyable pieces of content that weren't related to like buying their shit right away, then has a sale and says, hey, do you want to buy some coffee? Um, the likelihood they actually buy it is so fucking much more than if it was just a random person you never heard of before. That's like, buy my shit. Right. So that is how you build a bigger audience. You build content that is designed for all of the stages of awareness. Right. The three percent that are purchasing now, that stuff's obvious. Right. Buy my shit. The 17 percent that are solution aware. Hey, there's medium coffee. There's, you know, dark coffee. There's, you know, fucking mushroom coffee. There's fat coffee. Here's the different options. Here's the different merits. Right. There's there's that part, the solution aware they're shopping or solution aware about to be shopping. Thirty percent problem aware. Right. Why having caffeine in the morning is a great way to improve your productivity or, you know, why sticking with the same coffee uh, could be costing you. 
right? Why Starbucks coffee is overpriced and shitty quality, right? Like you get the point. So there's like, oh, fuck, you know, so, like so many more people could read that article than are actually buying coffee right now, right? And then all of a sudden you just opened your funnel up to a bunch of fucking people that when they are ready to make a purchase decision in three months or six months or whatever it may be, you just continue to give them uh, content. You continue to contact them with valuable things that make their life better. That is, you know, somewhere on this continuum of uh, buying, eventually buying some coffee. Um, And then all of a sudden you have a, a much bigger audience to sell to. Now your sales are much bigger. You, when you run ads and you're trying to get people into something that's just more easy and more like further away from the purchase point, the cost goes way down and the funnel gets broader because there's so many more people that it's appealing to. Um, so you get the point. So then, you know, there's content for that, which is the, uh, which is the, uh, why, um, you know, why, you know, I forget what I just said there for the 30%, but the 3% that's shopping now, the 17% that's solution aware, the 30% that's problem aware, and the 50% that's maybe not even uh, aware of the problem, right? So this could just be like, you know, something about, um, let's see, how would we take that out a step further? That could be something about morning routines. You know, it's like, okay, everyone's got a fucking morning routine. Um, you know, you have some content on how to optimize your morning routine, you know, that broadens out. It doesn't even necessarily have to do with coffee at that point, right? Coffee is just one little component of it, but you're bridging and you're broadening who you can address as your market, right? And you're doing it in a way where it's really not, uh, it's very approachable, right? It's not overbearing. You're not going too far on the person. So, That is how to build a bigger audience who buys from you, expand the content, expand the value you're providing, expand the the ways you're talking to people uh, across a broader uh, perspective, right? Across like more stages of awareness from where somebody could be at. And you set up these emails and these automations to kind of have mixtures of all of these different components. And then you can kind of move people along through these stages of awareness and through um, through uh, through your funnel and through the stages of awareness to the point of making a buying decision, right? It's like you know you look at like what like a you know a pet blog does, right? Pet blogs just all kinds of stuff about pets, right? And then and then they have like you know all these different front ends that attract all kinds of pet owners just because it's pet related. Right. And then they have, you know, a bunch of different content that's just like the 10 top ways to take care of your dog. And then like that will stimulate like, oh, does your dog have gum disease at the next step? Or like, are you feeding your cat the wrong shit? Right. And then uh, how to fix your cat's uh, diet. Right. And then like, oh, how to make your dog's teeth healthier. Now, all of a sudden, these people are aware that their uh, cat has a bad diet and they're figuring out ways how to make the cat's diet better. And then they're ready to make a purchase decision about new cat food. Who are they going to listen to? You. Who's top of mind? You. Who do they buy from? You. People buy who they trust and are familiar with. 
and people who have helped people, you know, go through those stages of awareness with value and interesting things along the way, you know, you're so more likely to get the conversion at that point than the person who's just like, buy my cat food, right? Same thing with the dogs, right? Another branch of content, you know, uh, types of gum problems, how to figure out if your dogs has gum problems, right? And then, okay, three toothpastes to fix your dog's gums, right? And then, okay, here, what, which toothpaste are you going to buy, right? Like that's how all of those content, you know, huge content funnels have such big buying audiences because it's, it's all about capturing and creating the audience really far away from the actual point of making the sale. So I got to run because I got a meeting to get on, but I hope that helped how to build a bigger audience who buys from you rather than just going after the 3% who are shopping right now and fighting for the scraps. You need to expand your content strategy and how and who you're talking to, to the 17% that is solution aware the 30% that's problem aware, and even the 50% beyond that that's not even yet problem aware, but is still inside of the market or could be at some point. You want to start at the three and you want to expand your strategy out from there. And the further you build it out, the bigger your audience will get and the more customers you will end up having. So hope that helped. Don't overcomplicate it. Make one or two pieces for every single layer to start. Um, and uh, see how they work. All right, hope that helped. How to build a bigger audience who buys from you. If it did, subscribe, and I will see you on tomorrow's episode. Thank you. Have a good day. This is Luke Kish from the Internet Capitalist Podcast. I gotta get to a meeting. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.